This podcast is sponsored by Logos Bible Software. If you've been longing for the tools to take your Bible study deeper, you need to try out Logos. I've been personally using Logos for over a decade now for both my devotional and pastoral study. Right now, Logos has partnered with the Kingdom Dreamers to bring you exclusive savings. Check out at logos.com forward slash Kingdom Dreamer or click the link in the show notes for our exclusive offer. Welcome, church, to the house of the Lord this morning. Thank you, Sister Mary, for that delightful hymn. I hope you're ready to receive from the Lord this morning, church. We have the distinct privilege to welcome to the pulpit this morning. Uh, um, uh, what's that dude's name? You are now tuned in to the Sermon Archives of William R. Horn. Kingdom Dreamer Productions. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome into the Sermon Archives. Words truly William R. Horn. We are in Season 2. A word for today. Come with another one. Sorry for those of you who listen along. We had to skip a week because our podcast host was a little messed up, but we got that worked out, so no worries. We're back on schedule to be coming out on Mondays. But season two word for today. You can follow me on Twitter, William R. Horn, H-O-R-N-E. Follow the Kingdom Dreamers, who's the producer, sponsor, network that this podcast is under at Kingdom X Dreams. You can also support this podcast and other work at patreon.com forward slash kingdom dreamer or check out kingdomdreamer.com. So for today, we have another sermon coming to you um, from Lexington Chinese Christian Church. You're going to hear a side-by-side translation. This sermon uh, I did September 1st, 2019, so not too long ago. It's called Saved by Faith and Hospitality on 1 Corinthians 11, 17-34. So Uh, Paul's passage that we often read during communion. Um, So here it is, saved by faith and hospitality, 1 Corinthians 11, 17 through 34. Great pleasure today to have our own pastor, uh, William Hong, to give a sermon today. And also we thank Sister Ming Chang to translate for us today. That God bless their service today. Good morning, church. If you allow me to pray before we jump in. Father, again, we acknowledge you as king today. We thank you for the opportunity to gather as your body. And we invite you, Holy Spirit, here to Bring your scriptures alive for us. Let our time together bear fruit. For your glory and the good of your people. Amen. So today I want to spend some time looking at Paul's words to the Corinthian church concerning the communion. 
今天我要讲到的内容是保罗对哥林多教会关于一篇圣餐的讲道。It seems appropriate for a day like today when we get to participate together in communion at the end of service. 对于今天特别适合，因为今天我们呃主日之后会一起领用圣餐。And in our youth services throughout the last month, the last time we talked about hospitality, so this builds on that. 在青少年楼下的聚会当中，我们上周刚刚讲过如何接待他人，所以今天我们将继续这一个主题。Again, our passage for today is 1 Corinthians 11:17-34, which we just read a moment ago. 今天我们的主题经文是哥伦哥林多前书第十一章十七到三十四节。And though many of us are familiar with Paul's words we quote during communion, we've done little looking at the context. 大家对保罗这段经文非常的熟悉，因为我们常常在领取圣餐之前会引用，可是我们却常常忽略了上下文。So my sermon title today, spoiler alert, they put it up, is saved by faith and hospitality. 今天我讲到的主题是因着信心与接待而被赎救。My primary claim for you today is this: that our lack of self-sacrificial hospitality. Will keep people out of the kingdom of God and divide the church. We, I today, talk about the main topic. We often have a tendency to sacrifice our own self-sacrificial hospitality to divide the church. We often have a tendency In America, hospitality has become an interesting word. 在美国这个社会当中，接待成为一个非常有意思的词汇。It doesn't quite carry the same significance in a highly individualistic culture. 在现今非常强调个人主义的社会当中，已经失去了原有的意义。We've professionalized hospitality and privatized the home. 我们使接待变为专业化，而使我们的家庭变得更更加私有化。Our hospitality rarely extends past those in our inner circle or those who can repay us with some measure. 我们接待他人很少会超过我们自己的小圈子，或者是那些对我们有益处的人。Biblical hospitality, on the other hand, is oriented towards the stranger and the outsider. 而圣经上的接待却是专注于接待一些陌陌生人和外人。Biblical hospitality goes beyond simply inviting someone into your home. But welcoming others into your very life. 圣经上的接待不仅仅只是邀请别人到你的家中，更加是将你的生活来使别人融入到你的生活当中。This type of hospitality comes with great risk. 而这种接待是带着很大的风险的。And as we'll see from Paul's exhortation to the Corinthians, the risk of Jesus-like hospitality is worth it. 而当我们看到保罗这段经文的时候，我们知道。这样的风险是值得的。So here's the roadmap what I want to do today. First, I want to examine the problem that Paul presents. 今天这是我讲到的顺序。第一，我们要来看保罗为我们提出的问题。Then I want to look at Paul using Jesus as the example of the ultimate host. 然后我们看保罗用耶稣作为最高主人的一个范例。And then I want to look at the consequences of us restoring. Or not restoring disciple-making hospitality. 最后，我们来再看一下，如果我们没有像耶稣一样接待别人的时候，这个后果是什么 ？So three things: problem, example, consequences. 
，所以三点问题，呃呃，问题、范例和结果。So first, let's look at the problem. 首先，我们来看一下问题是什么。The problem here in the text is very clear by Paul. 问题在这段经文当中，保罗告诉我们的非常清楚。When the Corinthian church gathers for their meals, it's for the worse and not for the better. 当在哥伦多教会当中会友们在一起聚餐的时候，事情没有变得更好，而是变得更加糟糕了。There's something deeply distorted about their meal time together. 在他们在一起领取圣餐或者在一起聚餐的时候，有一些事情被扭曲了。Look at verse 20 and 21 with me. 我们一起来看第二十跟二十一节经文。It reads this way. So then, when you come together, it's not for the Lord's supper you eat. For when you're eating, some of you go ahead with your own meals. As a result, one person remains hungry, while another gets drunk. 这句经文是这样写的：你们聚会的时候，算不得吃主的晚餐，因为吃的时候，个人先吃自己的饭，甚至这个饥饿，那个，呃，酒醉。The Lord's Supper here encompasses both a communion-like practice, like what we do, and a full meal they ate together. 主的晚餐不仅为我们示范了如何一起享用圣餐，而且提供了一个在一起享用盛宴的机会。Paul condemns the Corinthian church of eating private, close circle meals. 保罗谴责哥伦多教会，他们只是个人先吃饱自己的饭，在小圈子里面用餐。The result of these distorted meal practices is division. 这种扭曲的用餐习惯导致了教会的分裂。Some people are hungry, while others are gluttonous, leading to drunkenness. So, the result is that some people are hungry, The true nature of the problem seems to be rooted in those who have much, neglecting those who have little. And this problem's root cause is that those who have much neglect those who have little. They choose to provide for themselves in their acceptable circle of people. The early church before the fourth century consisted of house churches, like many places today. In the fourth century, there were many house churches, like many places today. And often, the role of the wealthy in these churches was to be the host, as they had bigger gathering places. And many churches were to be the host, as they had bigger The wealthy in the Corinthian church, however, were failing to live out Jesus-like hospitality. 而在哥林多教会当中的富裕的人却没有做到这一点。Instead, they were doing hospitality according to the dominant ways of the world. 而他们所做的是世界上的人所做的事情。In the Greco-Roman world, there were hospitality rules that revolved around seeking your own benefits. 在希腊罗马的世罗马世界当中，有一些希腊人的规则，那就是你要为自己谋取私利。You would only extend hospitality to your family members or those who could give you an advantage, whether that money or political gain influence. 你只要去接待那些呃自己家里的人，或者是今后能够与你有益的人。So it was regarded as unwise to host those who were have-nots in terms of social hierarchy, or those who were poor in terms of economic hierarchy. 如果你去接待那一些一无所有或者在社会上经济地位上比较低等的人，你就会被认为非常的不明智。Sounds a lot like the unwritten rules of hospitality today, doesn't it? 这是不是听起来很像现今社会接待人的规则呢 
always moving up ladders, neglecting those who don't fit in our circle or help us on our way up. 总是接待那些能够让你晋升的人，能够帮助你的人。This condemnation becomes clear in Paul's rhetorical question directed at the wealthy in verse 22. 而在经文二十二二十二节经文当中，在保罗问哥伦多教会的一连串问题当中，表达的非常清楚。Allow me to read 22 for you again. It says, "Do you all not have houses for the community to eat and drink in, or do you despise the church of God by humiliating those who have nothing?" What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you? Certainly not in this matter. 第二十二节，保罗是这样对哥林多教会说的：“你们要吃喝，难道没有家吗？还是藐视神的教会，叫那没有的羞愧呢？我向你们何怎么说呢？可因此称赞你们吗？我不称赞。” Paul is essentially saying, "Do you have not have a home and resources precisely for the poor, the have-nots, the outsiders?" 保罗在这里告诉哥罗多教会的会友，就是说，难道你们没有家庭和没有足够的资源来帮助那些穷穷人和一无所有的人吗 ？Or do you choose to neglect the poor and the stranger in your midst, thus bringing shame on God's church with your lack of hospitality? 或者你是选择这样做，去忽视那些穷苦的人和那些一无所有的人，而导致你给神国带来了蒙羞？ See, they failed to use their homes and resources correctly because they did not welcome those of lowly social and economic status. So the question we must ask ourselves is, who do we invite into our time, spaces, and homes? So this question we must ask ourselves. 我们邀请了谁跟我们一起分享时间，分享我们的家庭和分享我们的资源呢 ？Does our hospitality look after just our own interests or the interests of others? 我们接待他人是因为自己的利益，还是为了他人的利益 ？With the clearly stated problem, Paul now turns to the core of the passage, showing why this is such an important issue. 当保罗提出问题以后，他转向了这段经文的关键点。Part two of the passage is this: Jesus is the ultimate host. 这段经文的第二点就是耶稣是我们接待他人最高的典范。Allow me to read verse twenty-three and following for you again. It reads this way: For I received the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, "This is my body, which is for you." Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, he took a cup after supper, saying, "This cup is the new covenant of my blood. Do this whenever you drink of it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he returns." 第二三节经文，保罗是这样说的：“我当日传给你们的，原是从主领受的，就是主耶稣被卖的那一夜，拿起饼来，注谢了，就拨开，说。” These familiar words often read during our time of communion at the very core of Paul's exhortation. 这些经文我们常常在享用圣餐之前
They indicate for us two things. The first is this, Jesus is the ultimate host of our meals together, making us family in his divine hospitality. The first mistake that the wealthy in the Corinthian church made was forgetting that their very identity was found in Jesus in his hospitality towards them. We were once enemies towards God, but in Jesus' saving death, we've been reconciled to both God and one another. Jesus, being in the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to take to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking on the very form of a servant being in human likeness. Being found in the appearance of man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. See, Jesus, in his extending divine welcome to us, gave up everything. Including his very life, so that we might be welcomed into the royal family. In Jesus, we are family, and family cannot neglect each other despite the social barriers the world may create. We've experienced God's hospitality extended to us in Christ, and now we're called to lay down our rights, privileges, and preferences for one another. The second thing this passage indicates for us, and you can change the slide if you want it on here. The second thing is this. If we are to proclaim the Lord's death in our mealtime together, we must practice the way of Jesus' hospitality, extending welcome to sinners and outsiders. We're not living up to our call as a church if we don't do hospitality like Jesus. Jesus is characterized throughout the gospel accounts as one eating with those who are marginalized or eating with Pharisees and condemning them for the way they treat the marginalized. This is the heart of God we see throughout scripture. Uh, we can just look at the prophet Isaiah and his words in Isaiah 58. Allow me to read it for you. Is not this the kind of fast I have chosen? 
to loosen the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke? Is it not to share your food with the hungry, to provide the poor wanderer with shelter, when you see the naked to clothe them, and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood? If you do away with the yoke of oppression with pointing the finger and malicious talk, and if you spend yourself on behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness and your night will become like the noonday. 我所拣选的进食不是要松开凶恶的绳解下恶上的锁使被欺压的得自由折断一切的恶吗不是要把你的饼分给饥饿的人将漂流的穷人接到你家中见赤身的给他衣服遮体故蓄自己的骨肉而
我们常常读这一段经文，是在领用圣餐之前来省察自己的罪。Though that's not a bad thing, that the passage is pointing to something completely different. 当然，这不是一件坏事。可是这句经文却告诉我们另外一个内容。We eat the bread and drink the cup in an unworthy manner when we lack Jesus-like hospitality towards one another. 如果我们没有像耶稣一样接待人的话，那我们就是没有按理吃主的饼。We drink the judgment of the Lord upon ourselves when our lives aren't oriented outward. 当我们没有将自己的生活向他人敞开的时候，我们就是在吃喝自己的罪了。We often overemphasize personal piety at the sake of calling us to care for one another. 我们常常过分强调自己的敬虔，却忽略了照顾彼此。And though personal spiritual well-being is important for the Christian life, the Christian life is lived towards the outsider. 当然，作为基督徒，我们应该有一个非常好的灵修的生活。但是，我们更重要的是，我们要向外人敞开自己。Faith in Jesus is not a matter of personal religious choice, but it's a new way of being, a new way of seeing the world. 在耶稣基督里的信心不仅仅只是一个个人的信仰的选择。而是一种新的生活，而是一种完全不同的世界观。To break bread properly is to practice self-sacrificial hospitality. 所以，正确的波饼方式是让我们有一个自我牺牲的精神去接待他人。And without breaking bread properly, there is no communion with Christ. 如果不不能够正确的正确的接待他人的话，我们就没有办法与耶稣有交流交通。Look at verse 30 with me to see the consequences of us not breaking bread properly. 我们看一下第经文三三十节经文。如果我们没有正确的呃做这样做的话，结果是什么 ？It reads this way. That is why many among you are weak and sick, and a number of you have fallen asleep. But if we are more discerning with regards to ourselves, we will not come under such judgment. Nevertheless, when we are judged in this way by the Lord, we're being disciplined so that we won't be finally condemned with the world. 经文是这样说说的，因此在你们中间有好些软弱的，与患病的，死的也不少。我们若是先分辨自己，就不至于受审。我们受审的时候，乃是被主惩治，免得我们和世人一同定罪。Paul makes clear how serious this problem is. 保罗将这件事情的后果，严重的后果，告诉我们的非常的清楚。The lack of hospitality towards one another led to many people becoming sick. And some even to die. 如果我们没有正确的接待他人的话，可能会造成有时有些人生病甚至死亡。Now this is not a blanket statement saying sickness is the result of sin, but it shows the misuse of our resources has physical repercussions. 这不是简单的说疾病是罪的结果，而是因为我们没有正确的接待他人而导致这样的结果。The result of us not taking care of the poor will be sickness and death for the poor. 我们如果没有好好的照顾穷苦人的话，可能会造成他们的疾病或者死亡。Our lack of welcome to the outsider could result in their death. 我们没有好好的照顾外人的话，可能可能会造成他们失去生命。And the judgment of God is the blood of the poor on our hands when we don't welcome them. 而当我们选择不去照顾穷苦人、接待他们的时候，他们的鲜血将会沾在我们的手上，而成为神审判我们的证据。We cannot afford to not welcome one another if we're going to be ambassadors of God in this dark world. 
，如果我们想要成为在这个黑暗世界上帝的使者的话，我们就不能够不去张开我们的双臂去接纳穷苦人。Paul then closes this section, getting directly to the point. 保罗用这段经文来结束他的讲道。We'll、look at verse 33 and 34. 在三十三跟三十四节当中。It、reads this way. So then, my brothers and sisters, when you gather to eat, you should all eat together. If someone is hungry, let that one eat in the house, so that when you meet together, it might not result in judgment. 这一节经文是这样说的：我的，所以我弟兄们，你们聚会吃的时候要彼此等待。若有人饥饿，可以在家里先吃，免得你们聚会自己取罪。We must use our meal times well and eat in unity. 我们必须合理而合一的一起用餐。We must use our resources and homes on behalf of the poor. 我们必须用我们的家庭和我们的资源来帮助穷苦的人。We must welcome one another into the depths of our lives because we are family in Jesus. 我们必须接纳彼此进入我们的家庭、我们的生活，因为我们是一家人。And in our self-sacrificial, Jesus-like hospitality, people will see God. 当我们像耶稣基督一样以自我牺牲的精神去接待他人的时候，人们就会看见神。So ask yourself the question, how am I using my resources that God has given me? 所以我想问我们大家一个问题：你有你怎么样如何你如何使用神所赐你的一切资源呢 ？Am I using them on myself in my inner circle, or am I extending myself to the outsider? 我是不是只是用于我自己的利益，还是我将这些资源分享给他人呢 ？How am I using my meal times? 我怎样用我的用餐的时间 ？Am I eating closed circle private meals, or am I welcoming others during those opportunities? 我仅仅是跟我小圈子里的人一起用餐呢，还是欢迎外人来与我一起用餐 ？See, most of us eat three meals a day, some more. 大部分人一日三餐，有的人更多。I'll be on the more side. 我是在那个更多那一边。But we have many opportunities throughout the day to welcome others. 所以我们一天当中有很多机会去欢迎别人。Don't miss those opportunities right in front of you. 不要错过这摆在你面前的机会。Because in our welcome of one another, God will do a mighty work. 当我们欢迎彼此、欢迎他人的时候，神就会做大能的工作。So we now have an opportunity today to partake in communion both here and when we go eat together in the gym. So today, we will have the opportunity to partake in communion here and when we go eat together in the gym. So today, we will have the opportunity to partake in communion both here and when we go eat together in the gym. So today, we will have the opportunity to partake in communion here and when we go eat together in the gym. So before we serve the elements, I want us to spend some time examining ourselves if we are hospitable towards the outsiders in our life. 在我们领用圣餐之前，我想我们大家一起默想，来省察自己，我们是否能够像耶稣一样来接待别人。So I will give. We're going to do two things. First, I'll give you a moment to, of silence to examine yourself, and I'll close in prayer.
第一件事情，我们要做两件事。第一件事情，我们让大家一起默想，然后我们再一起祷告。And then I want you to quickly meet someone you don't know in here before we serve communion. 然后让你们站起来，去找一个你不认识的人来啊，跟他一起啊，去跟他打招呼，然后我们一起领用圣餐。Make sure to remember their name. 要一定要记住，你要记住他的名字。I make the mistake of not asking a second time for their name, and then I don't know forever. Let's spend some time examining our lives to see where we are lacking hospitality. I'll pray, and then we'll do the second thing. listening to another episode of the sermon archives from william r horn make sure you subscribe rate review and check us out on youtube follow your boy on twitter at william r horn h-o-r-n-e and check us out at kingdomdreamer.com Kingdom Dreamers are proud to partner with Bluehost, the most powerful web hosting around. We love Bluehost and we'll use no other host for our website. Right now, Bluehost will host your website for only $3.95 a month. The perfect time to start that website you've always wanted or to move your website to a better provider. To get this deal, go to the Bluehost link in the show notes.